The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. Yes, it can seem rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, and it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of your inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. Here on The Christine Uptrich Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Are you ready to step into your vibration of change? Welcome to the Christine Uptrich Show here on 1150 AM KKNW in the Seattle area and on Transformation Talk Radio around the world. You may be listening live here or you perhaps will be listening to one of the dozens of podcasts this ends up in or on ChristineUpchurch.com. But wherever and whenever you're listening from, we are grateful you are here. And I am very grateful to the man behind the, the all the technology, the multitasker, the technological magician. I, I think that's what we, we should call you a technological wizard, Mr. Benny Mathers. I've been called a lot of things. Uh, wizard is definitely one of them, uh, as per our last hour as well. Uh, man, metaphysical master, I've heard that one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I don't know in that realm. But is, is if you're involving the technology, yes, to, to create this and, and habit for you and. Yeah. That's what I do. My my tech wizard. And thank you. Tech wizard. You. TW. That's what the you should uh, No? No? It doesn't ring very well. <laughs> True. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. But and I think we can work on it. We can massage it a little bit better. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we right. will we'll work on that. <laughs> you know, it is Friday the 13th. Full moon day. Harvest moon. Um, Are you feeling it too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's going to address the elephant in the room? I Me know. or you? Well, it's funny because it, I think it may be the full moon. I think so. I broke my phone yesterday, so that's a oh, start. Oh, I know. Well, screen and all. my son and I um, got into a, a bit of an argument last night, and Ooh. he and I get along really well. And he was just like, he, he wanted to convince me of his political candidate. And I wanted to like say, oh, yeah, I, I, I really like that person. And I also like this person. And he had a lot of attachment and... It was uh, as long as they're voting. Yes, he's passionate, and I and That's I kept good. saying I admire your passion, mm-hmm. um, but don't try to shame me because I've got a different opinion. <laughs> right. You know? mm-hmm. So it's the sort of thing where I'm thinking, huh? That's very interesting. Why tonight? Well, okay. Well, the debates were last night, the Democratic debates, you know, and we watched that. Uh, but there was just something about it. This like this extra energy, and um, so it, yeah. And it's like, okay, maybe there te- is something A little tense in the household. A L- little tense little in tense. the household. <laughs> but, you know, we went our separate ways, and he played guitar, and I finished up pre- preparation for the show, and all is good, you know. And then we made a song together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could have happened. Could have yeah, happened. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I think about how Friday the 13th brings up fears from, for some people, and some people think of it as lucky, Um but it's really about or superstitious this. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, they think about it as something negative, potentially negative, unlucky, and there are a lot of negative omens out there. You know that mm-hmm. that are talked about a lot. Walking under the ladder, you know, seeing a black cat crossing your path or whatever. Although, you know, I've had many black cats crossing my path, and I love them. Um, the ladder thing, the mirror thing, and. Oh, I yeah, think the, the mirror, yeah. Those are the two that really kind of get me. The black cat, not so much. I'm like, just, there are so many cats all over. Yeah. But I see less often the mirror, the broken mirror, or the right. ladder. Right. And I have broken a mirror before. And uh, and you're like, oh, man. And then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I Go actually, through your head a little bit. I actually had a lot of good luck after that, you know. It, or the it salt sort of over the shoulder, isn't that supposed to be the one? Yeah. So, you know, on this day that is considered to be a potentially you know, superstitious and negative omen. Mm-hmm. I thought, let's talk about all the positive omens out there, the positive signs. Let's figure out, like, how to follow those those wonderful positive breadcrumbs that are dropped all over the place for us to find our way through the forest we call life. And so that's what I was inspired to talk about today, and, and I've got some great stories to share. So anyway, um, I'm also going to invite people to share their stories of, of signs that they follow that really changed their lives. 
Um, so, Benny, can you offer the number, please? Sure. If you'd like to join us, and you're welcome to remain uh, anonymous if you're a little bit weirded out coming on the air, but I'll take care of it from my side of things. It's 800-930-2819. We'd love to hear from you. 800-930-2819. You know, it's funny. The signs can come in a variety of ways. It can be a song on the radio. It can be a feather right in front of you as you walk along. I mean, there, there, there's so many different signs. And I know that there are a lot of people who say, okay, if you see this, it means that. Um, there are some great books out there on um, animal, the significance of different animals. You know, if a, an eagle crosses your path or if there's a crow that comes and perches right outside your window um, or, you know, if you happen to see a coyote. And you can look those up. And I find those to be useful. However, I think that oftentimes our signs, those proverbial breadcrumbs, are very personal to us. Um, It could be that there was a particular type of animal that your father always loved, and you'll see that animal and you'll sense that your father is around. And you won't find out that information by looking it up in a book. But anyway, there, there are all sorts of signs around. And I remember years ago when I first started to become aware of how I had this unseen support. If I just paid attention, I had support. And I was going through a really difficult time in my life, and I kept hearing that song. Um, I, I don't know if what the lyrics are, In the Arms of the Angels. Um, in the Arms of the Angels. Of course, you call me out, like, right yeah, when no, the first you, you 10 don't, minutes you don't have to, to show <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's lucky for Benny. No, 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 <laughs> no. You don't, you don't have to look it up right oh, now. Oh, don't mind. But um, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the title. But anyway... I would hear that song everywhere. I'd hear it on the radio. I would hear it in a store. In fact, I remember like walking into Nordstrom's one day, and all you know how they have, they used to have piano you player in the arms of the angel. Yeah, so in the like arms. Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. Right. Yes. See, that was not hard. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> thank goodness for Google. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> but even like walking into Nordstrom's one day, all of a sudden the piano player began that song right as I walked past. So. I knew that I was having this unseen ethereal support, even though I was going through a hard time. Like, and it and it did help, you know. And, and there sometimes the signs are really subtle like that. Um, other times they're they're far more obvious. Uh, for instance, decades ago when I was facing the what I I didn't know what it was. It was like a I had this weird lesion on my hip on the, you know, my, on my side. And I, I'd shown it to this dermatologist a few times and she gave me medicine and she kept giving me stronger medication. And, and it was this topical medication and, and it was steroids. And finally it went away. And she said, well, you know, if it comes back, don't put any more of that ointment on it. You know, we'll, we'll biopsy it. Now, I wasn't the least bit worried about this because, you know, if you've been into a dermatologist's office or if you paid attention to information about melanoma, you know that uh, the, the skin cancer that can kill you is the kind with the funky looking mole. You know, they, if it's asymmetric, if it's big, if it's a funny color. And this didn't look like that at all. It was just sort of a strange color of what seemed to be eczema to me. I was not the least bit worried. And I had this lesion for a couple of years. And it was this oval. And um, interestingly enough, Day before I went in to get this lesion biopsied, it had turned from this oval into a big C. And there I am waiting for um, the doctor to come in to do this biopsy where they take a big hunk of skin out, you know. I was a little bit nervous, and I was just kidding around with the nurse. And I said, look, it's a C. Do you think it's going to spell out my name, Chris? Or do you think it's the big C? You know, ha, 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 ha. Like, I wasn't really worried, but I was just kind of making this joke. Okay. So, fast forward two weeks when I went in. By the time I went in to get this biopsy results and get the stitches out, um, not only did I have this big letter C, but next to it was this second lesion that was a circle, like a period. Like, my body was answering me. It's C period, the big C. So it was this obvious sign based on what I had said, and my body was trying to tell me something. Okay, so as it turns out, 
this wasn't some sort of skin cancer. It was the early stages of lymphoma that appears on the skin, lymphatic system cancer that appears on the skin. And eventually I had lots of lesions, and, and that's a whole other story of, of how I healed myself. Um, but interestingly enough, in that two-week period when I was waiting to go get my stitches out, I had this dream. And in this dream, there was a doctor, and this doctor had a needle and was putting a needle right into the center of that lesion. And I woke up completely disturbed, like I was just so freaked out. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't like needles. I mean, does, is there anybody who likes needles, you know, beyond acupuncture needles? I don't know. But I, I'm generally not bothered by that. And yet, I was terrified when I woke up. I was really disturbed. I didn't really understand that. And I thought, you know, okay, maybe I'm a little afraid of getting the stitches out. I, I didn't understand what that fear was about. Okay, so when I found out from the doctor that it looked like this, this lymphoma, I decided to go to the research library at the local university. This is way before Google and the Internet. You know, I think the Internet existed, but it was really, really slow and um, you know, you couldn't just get on the Internet and find out all sorts of information. So I was doing research in the library. And as I'm reading about this, all of a sudden I find out how they determine the stage of this disease. They put a needle in the middle of a lesion and withdraw some cells, pull out some cells to see how far it spread, to see how advanced um, the, the, the cells are in terms of their proliferation. And so all of a sudden I got this head-to-toe shiver, like, okay, my dream was telling me, indeed, I had this cancer. And I remember, like, stifling the sobs and running out of the, the library. And ultimately, it was a great journey for me because I learned about the power of the mind to affect the body. And I began to listen to the signs and ended up shifting my life in, in a variety of ways and healing myself. But it was one of those times when not only did my dream give me a sign, my body did too. And I found that rather fascinating. I've got lots more stories and some suggestions about how you can pay attention to the signs and discern whether it's really a sign or whether it's just some random thing. Stay tuned for more here on the Christine Upchurch Show in just a few moments. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease. From stagnation to forward movement. From old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there. But when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life. From your relationships to your health and well-being. From your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts. Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedemann's Empowerment Radio, shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedemann and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. For centuries, spiritual traditions have talked about how humans have an energy field, or aura, surrounding them. Although skeptical scientists refuted this for decades, science is now beginning to catch up with spirituality. Scientists can actually measure light emanating from living beings, so they can measure the human aura, which in scientific terms is known as the biofield. Many medical practitioners around the world use an instrument to evaluate a patient's biofield for the purpose of diagnosing illness. They understand that imbalanced or insufficient light in a person's energy field indicates a physical or emotional problem. The good news? There are ways to balance and increase your light, resulting in greater well-being. 
For more information, please check out StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Welcome back to the Kristen Eptrip Show on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, today I'm talking about those positive signs, those, the, the, the information that we have to be aware of and interpret and act upon. Um, and, and there are all sorts of, of breadcrumbs, so to speak, that lead us through the forest of life. And before the break, I was talking about how sometimes we get those signs in dreams. Sometimes it can actually be something that appears physically in, in the case of of my my C period, the the, the big C, it, it showed up as a lesion, as a couple of lesions on my body, uh, and basically after I got the results of that, it the C went away, and then I ultimately got lots of lesions. But anyway, it was uh, it was my body speaking to me, or or some ethereal support system speaking through my body. Um, there are so many other w- things that are just like these weird coincidences that are actually signs. Um, for instance, years ago on the early, in the early morning of January 11th of 2011, some friends and I, some colleagues and I began to bring through this thing called the 111 activation. We named it after the date and the fact that 111 is often thought of as a gateway or opening. And this process that we brought through this energetic non-touch um, process seemed to help people shift in big ways, kind of open up to more of who they are, to, to be more connected. But it was kind of interesting because, um, you know, we were, we were out on Orcas Island, and this was in January, which is a rainy, cold time, and we actually had to stay an extra day because there was snow out there. And, um, but afterwards, we're all thinking, huh, you know, this is really interesting. We're going to want to play around with this. We're going to want to try this on people before we actually make any kind of judgment about is it beneficial? Does it do anything beyond the type of healing work that we were doing? So after we got back, started seeing 111 all over the place. Uh, the last person I dropped off, I went to the airport and then to the train station. Last person I dropped off. Pulled, we pulled up to the train station, and right in front of us was a license plate with 111. I get a lot of numerical messages from license plates and sometimes words that, that you know, are really surprising. And I began to see 111 all over the place. I don't know if it was just my awareness, but it was, there was an interesting moment when um, I had come home from work one evening, and I was tired, but I knew I needed to fix dinner for the kids, fix dinner for the family, but I just wanted to sit down and put my feet up for a few minutes, which was not like me. It was kind of like I wanted to get all the stuff done and make sure the kids had their homework done and, you know, push, 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 you know. But all of a sudden I decided I'm just going to sit down for a few minutes. And I decided I was going to turn on the TV. So I turned on the TV and I'm like looking through all these programs and I don't see anything at all that I'm interested in. And then all of a sudden I heard this message in my head. See what's on channel 111. So I look at the guide, you know, I'm scrolling up from like 925, up, 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 up. And I get up to channel 111, and I couldn't believe what was on at that moment. The new adventures of the old Christine. 
Are you serious? I'm serious. That's great. Yes. And it was like, <laughs> That's great. You know, talk about getting hit over the head with a message. I'm trying to <laughs> figure great. out wh- what is it about this 111? Is it new? Am I supposed to shift my, my cr- professional life because of it? And um, there it was in, in black and white on, in the guide, uh, the new adventures of the old Christine. And I knew that my life was going to change. So sometimes the messages are pretty obvious, but we have to pay attention. And at that moment, it was like I paid attention to needing to sit for a little while. I paid attention to this inner voice of see what's on Channel 111. And by the way, I think I saw like a little bit of that show several years earlier, but I never watched that show on a regular basis. I had no idea it was even on in reruns at that point. Um, so it came as a surprise, but it was it was an interesting surprise. So you know, sometimes it's just so obvious. Um, but there, there are some other really strange ones. Like when we were out on Orcus developing the 111, there was something that came up about Osiris. And we had a question like, is Osiris somehow connected to this? It was, it was some, some esoteric question, but the question was a sort of a yes-no answer. We wanted to get intuitive information about Osiris. Okay, so picture this. It's starting to snow a little bit, but we still go to the beach because, you know, it's fun and there's a little sea glass to, and, you know, I just wanted to get out of the house. So we find a shoe on the beach and you'll never believe what the brand was. Osiris. (laughs) I mean... Obvious, obvious stuff. Yeah, you can't make this can't up. Make, yeah, I was, no. you beat me to that one. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if you put this into uh, like a movie, people wouldn't believe it. They'd say, that's so contrived. Ooh, I need to think about who would play you. Oh. Or would you play yourself? No, I, well, I, I do have a little ah, acting experience. We were talking but... about Meg Ryan earlier. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, we're scratching her <laughs> off the list. <laughs> yeah, you let me know who you think should play me. <laughs> about five years younger, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's just kind of funny because if we weren't paying attention, there's just a shoe on the beach. But if we're really paying attention that there are breadcrumbs leading us along this trail, then we say, oh, that's interesting. One single shoe on the beach probably got like washed overboard from some boat somewhere at some point. Um, I can't imagine that somebody just was driving down the road and tossed their shoe to the beach. I can't imagine somebody arrived at the beach with, you know, shoes and then left the rocky beach without. But, yeah, it's possible. But there was one shoe, and we looked at that shoe more carefully. Um, So it's the sort of thing where, um, you know, it can be really, really obvious. There are so many other things where... um, Sometimes I've gotten messages that are really obvious from people who channel. Uh, when I used to teach Reconnective Healing internationally, I had, <laughs> I had the mother of a, a girl who was 11 years old who was, who was incredibly psychic. She claims to see the dead. She sees angels, archangels, and uh, she told her mother that she needed, the guides wanted to have a little conversation with me. And so she came in to give me messages directly. Um, I've seen friends and colleagues have people approach them out of the blue and say, you know, I don't tell people this, I channel, but here I've got information for you. So sometimes it can be like almost direct, like there, there is a message for you and here it is. Um, but oftentimes it's more subtle, like looking at the brand name on that single shoe that was on the beach. There's, there are times when you know that you need to talk to somebody in particular. And sometimes that will lead to signs, lead to further connection, lead to some sort of transformation. And there was a time when I was down in California, I think this was back in 2013, late 2013, I was at a conference, and one of the presenters at this conference um, was after we had done firewalking. She looked across this very crowded room in this bar and said, you and I need to connect. And so we started to chat. So we're talking, and we realize we've got a lot in common. Uh, we were both going through transformational 
um, divorces after many years of being married. Uh, we were shifting our lives in a, in a variety of ways. But interestingly enough, she found out that I have a place on Orcas Island. And she had always been drawn to Orcas Island. And so she wanted to hear more about it. She wanted to hear more about it. And so we chatted about it. And then ultimately she knew that she needed to come out for a visit. And she did very recently. And there were some interesting signs there. But I'm going to wait to share that story when we come back from the break. Benny, if somebody's got a story to share about where they got a sign and it helped change them in one way or another or led them to their their, you know, lifetime lover or, you know, something significant, um, how would they reach us? Sure. You can uh, join us here or call, and Anonymous is fine as well. We can just do it on the side. 800-930-2819. 800-930-2819. Stay tuned for more here in just a few moments. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, Without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day, I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Right now, ask yourself, how far are you from your dream? Are you closer today than yesterday? Entrepreneur and personal coach Deborah Rothschild brings the wit and wisdom to transform you into a new dynamic you. Tune in to the Deborah Rothschild Show, developing a dynamic you. To learn more about Deborah, visit thedebrashow.com. That's the D-E-B-R-A show.com. Tune in live every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on transformationtalkradio.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. From the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On the Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Welcome back to the Christine Upshur Show here on KKNW in the Seattle area and Transformation Talk Radio around the world. Um, you said that's the theme song to the new adventures of the old Christine? Correct. Yeah. And I don't even know what the show is about. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't really watching it either. So your guess is as good as mine. I guess yeah, I could look it up. Yeah, later, so that you had to tell me that was a theme song. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I got the message yeah. anyway about it. I just it. don't think it was. Yeah. It didn't last nearly as long as her other show she was on. Oh, right. Because Elaine, the yes. character, is from Seinfeld. And then she's been on a show more recently. Yeah. Is it mm-hmm. Veep? Is uh, that... That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't yep. Know. Eric's giving a thumbs up in there. Okay. All right, okay. Thank you, Eric. Thanks. He watches a little more TV than I do. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's she's great. But um, I didn't, even though it had my name in the title, I never watched it. But I did get the message from the universe about it. You know, it's funny. I've, I've talked about this very special place on Orcas Island in the San Juan Islands, north of Seattle. That I've got, and uh, that's where the 111 activation was born. And it's interesting because um, when my ex and I were looking for a, a place, a little, you know, a vacation home somewhere, I asked the universe for a specific sign. Now, I think sometimes it's helpful to ask for a particular sign, but more often than not, we should just be open to what the universe wants to bring to us. Uh, but I had asked for a sign. I said, if you know, if we find the right place. Please show me a rabbit. I'm thinking a rabbit hopping through a a yard. How tough is that, right? You know, there are rabbits all over the place. And we looked in Montana. We looked on Orcas. Never saw a rabbit. Never saw a rabbit. Never saw a rabbit. And we found this one place that um, wasn't exactly what we were after, but it had this really beautiful sacred land that it was on. And so it was like, okay, this is the place, you know, and I, but I never saw my rabbit. Okay. So fast forward more than a year. I'm washing my hands in the bathroom and I'm looking down at the sink. It's this royal blue and white sink. Okay. I just have to admit that this, the woman who built the house had very different taste for me. It was this really ornate sink. It was pretty, but you know, it's like, I'm not into ornate detail like that. It's a royal blue toilet to go with the royal blue and white sink and the royal blue and white faucets. It looked kind of like flowery leaf stuff, you know, in the design. But I, as I'm washing my hands, looking down into the sink, I realized that this fancy dancy design has a whole lot of rabbits in it. Not one rabbit, not two. Between, between the, uh, the sink itself and the matching handles of the faucets, there were 40 rabbits. So it's like, okay, Maybe I just missed the sign, and there it was, you know, hitting me over the head that, yes, I was meant to be there. And it is very sacred land. And um, for those of you who have never been to the San Juan Islands, it's gorgeous out there. Orcas Island is beautiful. But there is something really special about the land. Sometimes you can just feel when you're you're hiking or when you're sitting, you know, on a, a stump somewhere or sitting on a beach that... Not only are we connected to nature, and nature can be beautiful, sometimes there's something very, very special about the land. And so, yes, I was drawn to the land, but I thought I missed the sign for more than a year <laughs> about the rabbits. Oh, there was another time when um, I, I got a sign in a funny sort of way, and had I not followed through with it, um, I would have been in worse shape. Um, this past Christmas, a few days before Christmas, I hurt my back. We lost power. You know, we have great big windstorms here. And I live out in the boonies where there are all these above-ground power lines and humongous trees. So we lose power. Yeah, the old-school trees. Yes, the, exactly. The cool-looking like ones. The, the 60 to 80-foot-tall mm-hmm. western red cedars and yeah. the hemlocks. And, and they're beautiful. Um, and even though I've got underground power down my street, there's so many places where the power is coming down. And the, you know, in, in my area, we've lost power for as long as nine days because of big windstorms. Okay, so this is one of those times where the wind had, had caused a power outage, and I was going outside into the garage to set up the generator. I was going to pull it out of the garage. But you know how the garage door openers, the, the electric garage door openers, don't open if you don't have power, right? Correct. And a lot of them, you just sort of pull on this thing, and it releases it, and then you lift the door. Mm-hmm. Mine is this funky design where you have to like pull on it while lifting the garage door. Now think of this. I'm five feet two, right? So my my wingspan, so to speak, my arm it's a reach smaller than mine. Yeah, is, is is not that small. So pulling this thing down from the ceiling while lifting the handle <laughs> that's at the floor is not an easy task. Yeah. And as I was doing it, something got tweaked in my back and I'm like, uh oh, this isn't good. 
And so um, I had to call for some help to, in order to get the generator started. But I thought, you know, okay, my back will heal. Fast forward a couple of days, I was in such pain that if I bent over, say, to feed my cats, I had to go crawling on all four over to a chair to pull myself up. And it would take me, whether I was like pulling myself up from a, a kneeling position or standing up from a seated position, it would often take me like three or four minutes to get up. I was in such pain. Now, this is around Christmas time. And this, by the time I was in real pain, it was the weekend. And I thought, you know, Monday is Christmas Eve. Maybe, just maybe, the chiropractor's going to be there on Monday. So I called and got his voicemail, his office voicemail, and I thought they would say something about their holiday schedule, and they didn't. But in their voicemail message, they said, for a chiropractic emergency, call this number. So I thought, great, you know, I can call my, my wonderful, you know, doc or his assistant um, to see if, if, you know, if, if there's any possibility of me getting to see him on Christmas Eve. So I call the number, and I get a woman's voicemail. And I'm thinking, my chiropractor's a man. Uh, it's certainly not the, the voicemail of his assistant, because it didn't sound like anything like her voice. Thinking, huh, this is strange. So I called my chiropractor number again, listened to that whole spiel, you know, and got the number again. And it's like, no, that's the number I called. So I tried calling again. And this time, there was a woman who answered at the other end. And I said, are you affiliated with, you know, Doc Myron? And, and she's like, what? No. And I said, she said, is this somebody in the Seattle area? I said, yes. She said, well, I lived in the Seattle area all my life, and that's why I've got that number. But I live in, in Atlanta. I've lived here for the last three years. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh. So not, there's not an emergency number for the chiropractor after all. And she said, so what's going on? And I began to tell her about it. And she said, you know what? Do you have a massage therapist? And I said, I don't have one at the moment. She said, my mother happens to be a really good massage therapist. In fact, she's worked on Seahawks players. She gets um, people referred from many different doctors. Would you like her telephone number? And I'm like, yes, please. So I called her, left a voicemail message, got a, message, got a, got a call from her not too long after and she agreed to see me on Christmas Eve at like 1230 in the afternoon. And she helped me immensely. And I found somebody who is helping me long term in ways like I, you know, I have some results from having been in a car accident when I was 17. And, you know, I, my pelvis is misshapen and it creates all sorts of havoc in my body. And she's really helping me. So sometimes a wrong number is just a wrong number. But sometimes a wrong number is a right number. And I had the the wherewithal to just sort of talk to this woman. And, I, and you know, I'm thinking, this is some stranger asking me what my problem is. And I could have just said, oh, sorry, wrong number, and hung up. But something told me that I should, you know, pay attention. And interestingly enough, apparently, um, she's somebody who is on her spiritual path, and she's, she's very psychic herself. And, and, and it's really interesting that she and I connected and had this nice long conversation. And now I get to hear about her from her mother, who's my massage <laughs> therapist. But it was one of these magical moments that was godsend, and it got me through Christmas. Um, otherwise, I, I probably would have just been, like, curled up somewhere all Christmas Day because I was in such pain. So I thought that was pretty great. Mm. Um, and, you know, there, there are times when we get messages that are really direct. Uh, there was a time when I was... Um, helping teach a seminar of 350 people. We were teaching people how to facilitate healing. And I got a phone call. It was strange because, you know, sometimes on cell phones it will say unknown caller. Well, I never answer those. I just don't because, generally speaking, they're spam. And when I'm working, if I'm, even if I'm, like, outside of the seminar room, I don't answer the phone. But there it is towards the end of the first full day of the seminar, and I happen to be outside of the room, and my phone rings, and it says, unknown caller. And I answer it. And there's an, a man at the other end. And he said, with a very strong accent, my, my name is Ganesh something or other. You know, I'm calling from Tibet. 
Um, I got your number in my morning meditation. Do you do something relating to healing? I'm like, excuse me, what? And he repeated it again with a strong accent. And I said, well, yes, I do. And he said, um, it's very powerful. And I have messages for you. And I said, well, I don't have time right now. And ultimately, we did connect. You know, this man calling from Tibet of all places. And he told me some things about um, some of my, my physical issues, some of my energetic issues. And he told me some stuff about my future that has come true. So it's one of those times when sometimes the messages come to us. I've got some other stories. If there's a story that you'd like to share, give us a call. Benny, what's that number? It'll be 800-930-2819, 800-930-2819. Stay tuned for more here on The Christine Uptrich Show. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back to the Christian Eptrich Show. You know, we're talking about signs, and the signs are everywhere. Um, it's funny because I think that when you start to pay attention and trust that there are some signs, without having attachment to the signs showing up, that you'll be amazed how much unseen support becomes seen. It's like you're following the breadcrumbs that have been dropped, um, and it's... Um, it can be really transformative and can lead you to all sorts of interesting and, and um, amazing situations. You know, I think that when we decide we're going to be aware of the signs, that it can be helpful to sort of take an approach where we're just being playful about it. Like, okay, well, what, what signs does the universe want to show me today? And... To be aware without looking around like, oh, my goodness, you know, where is it? Where is it? Is it this? Is it that? 
but just sort of have this kind of peripheral vision, so to speak. Yes, peripheral vision, literally, but also kind of just this wide open perspective. I think of it sort of like the, I've talked about, you know, seeking and how the phrase seek and ye shall find was mistranslated because it was supposed to be keep on seeking and ye shall find as in seek all the time. So instead of seeking like after something very specific, the hunter, seeking more like a gatherer, you know, maybe we're going after something in particular, but we have this wide open kind of vision or allowing space for allowing other things to come onto our paths. So I think it's helpful to, you know, to just sort of be open to what is. I also actually, I want to stop you right there. We actually have a caller that just joined us. Uh, It's Christy calling in from Bend, Oregon. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi. Actually, um, it's Consti. Consti. Sorry about that. Thank you very much. Yeah. um, Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Happy uh, Friday the 13th. (laughs) Happy Friday the 13th to you, too. I I had just moved here from the Bay Area, and I met you at a dinner event in Bellevue years ago. It's probably been 13 years ago. And you're just the prettiest, cutest person. Oh, and thank you. So every so often, I check in your show. So I recently moved to Bend, Oregon. Uh-huh. I was up there in, in the east in east side. Right. Um, my question to you, because you're talking about signs, and, and I hope this isn't a repetitive question, is I always see the numbers 1111 11 everywhere uh-huh. I go. Every right. I never look at my watch, uh-huh. rarely look at the time. And when I do, it's always. 11-11, or 6-11, which is my birthday. Oh, so interesting. the craziness of that, I thought it would stop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's been going on for years, yeah. like eight years now. And and I get the, the numeric messages as well. I think that 11-11 is really, it's, it's like a, it's a big gateway. It has to do with being in alignment with our soul, being in alignment with spirit okay. or, you know, the quantum field, however you want to perceive that. Um, so it's actually okay. a really good yeah. thing, and, and it's amusing, isn't it, when you start to see this over and over again? Well, it, it, after a while, it drives me crazy, and then I had a grandson born May 11th of 2011, uh-huh. and my birthday is an 11, and it's like, please, really, do we need to keep doing this? Because yeah. it just keeps happening. But I did hear that somewhere, I wrote that, or I read that, excuse me, transformation. Uh-huh, yeah. So I'm just curious, what are your numbers? I'm just curious. Oh, well... My numbers have varied over the years. I mean, I, you know, 333 was a significant part of um, Reconnect Healing and the Reconnection, which I did and taught for many years. Then there was the 111, and I saw 111 everywhere. I still see 111, 222, 333, sometimes 444. But these days I'm starting to see, like, the, you know, 1111, 2222, 3333. And um, I just sort of take it as support or, or just take it as validation that I'm paying attention. And so that, you know, it, 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 sometimes it feels really significant. Other times it doesn't. When I see those numbers repeatedly, that's when I pay attention. So it can, it can be different for different people. And, uh, for you, the fact that it's your birthday, you know, the, the, the 611, um, which by the way, was my, was my mother's birthday too. Uh, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I bet she was a great gal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was in Joe Montana. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think that you should just interpret that as um, support. And, uh, you know, I, I would personally be more amused than annoyed. And uh, it's just the sort of thing where you've got all sorts of unseen support. And it's making uh-huh. itself visible. Right. right. Nice. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking the time and to take my call. You betcha. And thanks for and sharing, you know, one of your signs. I think it's a very common one, particularly these days, uh, to see yeah, those kinds I, of numbers. I have a feeling of that. Yeah. I, I think because it's a transformation number, I uh-huh. think we're all in that on this planet. So Many I of us it. are, I yes. Feng Shui. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Feng Shui practitioner, so I'm all about the energy anyway uh-huh. in uh-huh. the space. Right. And so numbers and energy, I... Uh, I'm always fascinated by it. Uh-huh. And you've been doing this a long time. You have a wonderful show. Thank you. Appreciate you being there, KKNW. And, um, and I'll, we'll talk to you another time. Uh, thanks so much okay? for calling in. And, you know, it's, it's funny because um, sometimes the, the messages make themselves really obvious. And um, I've got another story to share when, oh gosh, years ago, 
I had been in the same holistic center renting space, renting one office in a holistic center for four or five years. I decided I wanted to get my own center. And one of the things that I found over the years is my office space where I did sessions would get highly charged. I mean, people would would be like I'd step out to go to the restroom or something, person be lying on the table when I came back in. They would be in like this this deep state and they would have what we called registers where like their eyes might be moving, their body might be moving. It's kind of like the universe was starting without me. And, and it, it was well known amongst me and my colleagues that office spaces could get charged. So when I created my own holistic um, practitioner center, I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if, it, if my space is going to be as powerful as my other one because, you know, it's brand new. And then within two weeks of opening my new center, something wild happened. I was working on a woman, and uh, it was her third session, and she'd been trying to control the outcome, and she had this physical issue. I won't go into details about it because we're running out of time, but she was in a lot of pain. And um, so for her third session, I said, instead of trying to control the flow of breath, instead of trying to control your outcome, why don't you just see what gifts the universe has in store for you? So I'm doing her session. She's lying on the table with her eyes closed. And I keep hearing stuff about her, her occiput, you know, the occipital area, that, that base of the skull, you know, area. And she's on her back. So I'm like kind of working above that area, um, you know, several inches above. And we go through debriefing while she's still lying on the table. Interestingly enough, she had not only a physical healing, her pain went away. She had an emotional healing about something that had happened between her ex and her ex-best friend. And it was the sort of thing where she just kind of released it then. And I'm thinking, this is great. Look what gifts the universe had in store for her. And then this woman had very long hair, but it was like she pulled it up. um, You know, it was behind her head. When she sat up beneath her in her occipital area where she had been lying, beneath her occipital area, were little golden pellets, strangely enough. Um, some of them were a bit see-through. Some of them were, were pretty um, opaque. And <laughs> it was one of those things where it's a long story. I won't go into it right now. But there have been two other people in the world who had had those sorts of things, but much tinier. And a researcher got involved. They wanted to look into this. But there, was a, there were 12 of them beneath her occiput. And then, speaking of Friday the 13th, there was a 13th separate from it uh, on her neck. And so it was kind of the universe was saying to me, hey, by the way, this is still a powerful place and amazing things will happen. And some other amazing things happened for that woman as well. But it was the sort of thing where sometimes there'll be little tiny clues like the number we see repeatedly. Other times it will be like hitting us over the head with, okay, here's the answer to your question. Okay. I wanted to mention um, if you're interested in learning more about what it is I offer, you want to read my blogs, please go to my website, christineupchurch.com. And by the way, my TEDx talk from last year is up on TED.com. Also on my website, you'll see a link to my recent interview with New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson. And um, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for joining us here today. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to empower yourself to step further into your vibration of change, please visit my website at christineupchurch.com, where you can learn more about my insights, upcoming events, and private sessions.